Welcome everyone to Two Brain Radio. It is our mission at Two Brain to provide 1 million entrepreneurs the freedom to live the life that they choose. Join us every week as we discover the very best practices to achieve perfect day and move you closer to wealth. Debt is a tricky subject in our world. We've been taught by HQ to avoid debt, to accumulate cash, and then when we've got enough money to spend it. But in the business world, the reality is that there's good debt and there's bad debt. Good debt creates an asset. And there's also something called opportunity cost, meaning if you wait until you can afford something, you probably never will be able to afford it, and you'll be missing a ton of opportunity in the meantime. Let's say, for example, that you were bursting at the seams and your clients couldn't attend the 6 p.m. class anymore because there was a waiting list. So they started canceling their memberships. You're missing an opportunity cost here, the opportunity to keep your current clients. Because if they're paying for a membership and they can't attend, they're not going to keep that membership for long. So you're looking to expand. And so you're going to have to take on some debt or you're going to wait until you have the $10,000 or whatever that amount is to buy the new equipment. You can keep turning your clients away while you wait and try and accumulate this money, or you can leverage the capital through guys like Rig Equipment. Rig Equipment is a partner that we chose a two-brain business because their commitment to CrossFit and their commitment to helping first has been proven over several years. I got to admit, I shy away a lot from money people. It's intimidating to work with people who understand money and finance better than I do. I'm sure you feel the same way. But these guys have shown up time and time again. They've offered free help. They've turned down business a lot of times because they aren't sure if the person has a good working business model. And to be honest, they've sent people to us and let us turn them down for them because they wanted to know if this person's plan was going to work. Before you expand, before you start out, it's super important that you know what you're getting into, that you have a plan to pay back the debt, that you have a plan to increase cash flow that you're going to do based on new purchase. Rigquipment has a great tool. If you go to their site, rigquipment.com, you can figure out if you can afford that expansion. Should you be buying that new rig or should you be investing in something else like mentorship? These guys will even finance two-brain business incubator phase if you purchase it with your equipment because they understand that the incubator makes your business more viable. It's less of a risk for them. I love working with Clay and Joe from Rig Equipment because these guys understand what our service in life is and that matches their service too. Hello and welcome to the Two Brain Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Mateo Lopez. I'm one of the digital marketing mentors at Two Brain Business. And thanks again for tuning in. This is your weekly dose of digital marketing magic. Every week, we're going to go over marketing campaign strategies, useful tips, and updates to keep you in the loop on the ever-changing landscape of advertising on the internet for your business. And in today's episode, we have a very special guest. We have Mary Weeder, and you're going to learn how her team and her gym has spent over the last year around $10,000 in ad spend and generated close to $25,000 in front-end sales. So we're going to learn how exactly she was able to double their their money over there at the gym. Yes. So uh, Mary. Hi, how are you? <laughs> good. So Mary, uh, tell us a little bit about who you are, where you are, where your gym is, and a little bit about you know how long you've been in business. Sure. So our gym is located in Oshkosh, Wisconsin, which is about 
an hour north of Milwaukee, Wisconsin, just for some reference. A lot of people don't know where Oshkosh is. Well, I guess we could compare it to the games. We're like an hour and a half away from Madison where the games are. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone can know know where that is. (laughs) So I started CrossFit when I was a junior in college because Oshkosh is a college town. Oh, that's kind of like me. I started when I was a freshman. There you go. (laughs) Nice. Yeah. Like working two jobs just to be able to afford it kind of thing. But Yeah. So I started when I was in college and my degree is actually in journalism and public relations. So I had a little bit of background in communications and marketing and social media. I started coaching in November of 2016, 17, 16 or 17. And then a few months later, after we got started with Two Brain, Austin sat down with me and we came up with a plan for me to create ads and handle all of our leads and stuff like that, all the Two Brain marketing stuff. So we've been doing that, I think, since April. And yeah, it's been going really well. And it's definitely been the most steady stream of new members we've gotten since CrossFit Oshkosh has been open in 2013. So yeah. Nice. And for those who don't know who are listening, Austin's Austin's the owner over at CrossFit Oshkosh. Great. So yeah. that's so funny. I, I also found CrossFit when I was in college and then it was this weird thing where as I came back from freshman year back to my parents' house in Los Angeles and they were like, you should try this CrossFit gym that opened up by our house. You would like it. And I was like, okay. And then I was hooked. I just, I looked at Bryce, who was the owner at the time. And I was just like, I want to have your life. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be you when I grow up. And from that point on, like every, I would go back to school. And in New York, there wasn't any CrossFit was super new still. There weren't any gyms really. There were like three in Manhattan. And I just was like trying to find anyone I could to just mop their floors and get yep. a membership. That's what I did. I cleaned for my membership too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So was, very similar. Yeah. And it wasn't, there. I was like, I want to be your intern. They're like, that's not a real thing. Yeah. There's no like, you can't intern and then get a CrossFit job, but I didn't know. <laughs> but that was, yeah, that's very funny. That it was a similar path. Okay. Yeah, so sure. talk a little bit about your experience working with Austin at the gym prior to two brain in general. And then how you saw the business change after going through some of the the mentorship and implementing some of the the best uh, the best practices in the standard operating procedure work that we do and in, in some of that stuff. Sure. So I would say about like six to nine months before we started Two Brain, I started taking over like their social media. So just creating posts organically and um, content and sharing blogs and stuff like that. But that's all we were doing. We weren't putting money behind anything. I don't want to say there was no rhyme or reason to their marketing, but they definitely didn't have like an ad system in place. It was kind of just, you know, the basic, let's go to this health fair or let's put an ad in this flyer every once in a while. But there wasn't like a steady, you know, putting money into something to get revenue out. It was just kind of taking opportunities as they presented themselves and that was about it. So yeah, once we found Two Brain, we sat down and created the ads and created our six week challenge. And I don't want to say like our first month was beginner's luck, but I think since we were out there on social media for the first time, like reaching an audience who was around us and had an interest in fitness, like our like that first month was just insane. Like we were getting new members, like probably like two new members a week. We could hardly keep up, but in a really good way. So 
yeah, it was, it definitely put us out there in a way that we had never reached before. Did you see any differences in the way the business was operating, being a staff member before Tubrain and then after going through the mentorship process? Definitely. So our box went through a little bit of a change. There were two owners at one point and then Austin took over. I knew he always wanted to get into Tubrain and that's when he really made things happen at that point. So since then, when we joined Tubrain, a lot of more, a lot more processes were put in place. Just every day to day stuff, task lists, you know, stuff like stuff like that. That is a lot of behind the scenes work for the staff and the coaches. Awesome, great. So, did you find that it was just easier to understand what the goals were for the business for that day, for that week, for that month? Definitely. Um, was okay. Cool. Yeah, goals were much more apparent and much not even like the end goals but like how to get there and how to achieve those goals and what we had to do the goals were actually written out for us so that made that made us make a plan and take some action that's great so awesome so in your word in your own words now that you have this marketing machine running what is it that you sell and how do you sell it so we sell our 6 week challenge like a lot of other two brains um, are, we have a couple different levels of our six week challenge. We have just a nutrition power hour and CrossFit classes. We have custom nutrition and CrossFit classes and then custom nutrition and PTs. So how we sell it, we have ads on Facebook, of course, talking about the six week challenge. We have those that are targeting female and those that are targeting males with either a video of Austin or I, and then some stock images as well. And then that gets the attention, but we really do all of our selling during no sweat intros and by contacting lead. So it's funny because when we first started this, I was like, someone's going to see an ad once and you know, that's it. They're either going to come or not. But what we found over this past almost year is that a lot of people who come are people that have seen the ads like four or five times and are like, okay, this is a sign I'm finally going to give it a chance. So that's been really cool. But our lead process is pretty consistent. We use Uplaunch. So we have, once someone becomes a lead, they start getting emails and texts and phone calls from us right away. Sometimes we send out like, what are your goals? Asking them that. Sometimes it's like content we're giving them. So, you know, five tips for blah, blah, blah. And then once we get them in for a no sweat intro, Austin loves doing no sweat intros because he literally talks to these people for like an hour. I'm not even kidding you, but we, that's when we just learn like their story, what they're looking for and like truly like personally connect with them and let them know how we can help them. So that's how, that's what we sell and how we sell it. Tell us a little bit more about that no sweat intro process. Cause it sounds like he takes a lot of time. What you just said is the discovery phase in the sales process, really just learning more about them figuring out what their challenges have been, what they've tried in the past and how your program may be able to help them overcome that. So, you know, what, what goes on in those meetings? Yeah. So I feel like just finding a way to like connect to them outside of the gym. So Austin is a vet. So when there's vets that come in, they instantly have that connection, you know, or I used to be a cheerleading coach. So if there's a mom that comes in and has daughter, a daughter in cheerleading or something, just connecting on that level so that they can realize like we're human too. And we're here to help them. And we know the like struggles of everyday life and this can fit into their personal life. Yeah. I think, I think what you're hitting on is super critical. It's building rapport, you know, a huge part of sales is just getting people to know, like, and trust you. 
and establishing that rapport and establishing that trust, I think is, it sounds like something you, both of you take a lot of time and effort to make sure you have that in place. What, what else? Someone hops in, you follow up with them, whether it's your automated sequence or you follow up with a phone call, book an appointment. What happens in between the point where the appointment is booked and then you ask for the sale? What happens sure. in between that, that time? So- so everyone who is scheduled for a no sweat intro on our calendar gets two video calls, one right when they sign up and one the day before their appointment, or it's pretty much anywhere between 24 hours to 12 hours before their appointment, whenever we have time. Um, a video but, call, you mean like you're sending a video message via text or you're actually... Yep. yep no, okay. Sorry. Yeah. Video, yeah, yeah te- cool. video message via text. So they can just see like who they're going to be meeting, what their personality is like, and just kind of giving them like a, hey, heads up, we're real people and we have a schedule too. So please show up and let's have a conversation. Awesome. So you send that the day... Uh, you know, prior to and then the day of, and then they walk to the front door, what happens? So when they walk to the front door, a coach will be there to greet them. And it's really cool because we just got a new building and we actually got a little no sweat intro room built in there. So oh my gosh, uh, that's amazing. Yeah. So it has like our in-body scan and some comfy chairs and it's a little tucked away. So even if there's like classes or something going on, they'll be able to see that class, but it won't be distracting. So that's where we hold all of our no sweat intros, which is great. And then usually the first thing we always ask them is why are they here and what are their goals? Um, Just getting kind of directly to the point. And that creates a conversation that we can have with them based on, you know, what made them like, what made them click the sign up now? That's what we want to know. Cause that's really going to take focus of what we're going to talk about next. Okay, cool. And so they come in, you're doing a lot of discovery, you're trying to figure out what motivated them to come in, you know, what, what, basically what, what solution they're looking for. Right. How do you prescribe solutions? So we'll always like go over, we always start going over, so we have a no sweat intro binder and we have in our binder listed. Yeah. Tell me about that binder. Yeah. So our first option listed is our gold option, you know, the most expensive, the personal training and custom nutrition. So that's the only the option they can see when we first open the binder. So, you know, sometimes people come in and you know they're not going to want to do nutrition or you know they're not going to want to do personal training. So no matter what, we always just throw it out as an option because you, again, you never do know. So we throw that out as an option. And if you can, if we can tell they're like, this is not for me, I cannot afford this, then we go down to our silver and then keep going down to eventually when we get to our bronze, which is just classes and power hour nutrition. So we use that binder as a base, but obviously when we're doing the no sweat intro, we can kind of feel out what we think would be best for them. You know, if they have a tight schedule, sometimes personal training sessions are best because we can fit them in whenever and they don't have to stick to class times. And just kind of recommending those options to them and always including how it would benefit them. Awesome. And let's take a let's take a step back in the process. You manage all of the social media and the paid advertising. So what is your process when you're when you're refreshing a campaign or building a campaign? How often do you go in and, and try a new piece of creative? You know, how often are you going in tweaking things and and you know, walk us through how you build those campaigns out? Um, so I 
feel like when we first started this, I was kind of in the mindset of like, things need to be changed every two to three months. But since then, I've learned like, if it's working, just leave it. Like right now, we're not doing like skyrocketing with no sweat and drills, like five a day, but we're, we have a consistent outcome from our ads and we are seeing a pretty good front end revenue. So I haven't made any changes to our ads in probably like three or four months because they've been doing well and just want to keep, keep them going until we see like the cost per league go up a little bit, then I might go in and make some changes. But one thing that's really helped is like being a part of the two brain marketing group and seeing what has worked for other people. If we do get in a rut, I can easily go in and find a stock image that has worked for, for somebody else. And usually sometimes it's just as easy as that changing one word in the copy or changing the stock image and getting examples from other gyms. And all of a sudden we're right back up where we need to be. I think that's such a good point that, you know, people, if, if they're, you know, CRMs go up a little bit or the cost per clip creeps up or, you know, if, if they see the amount of bookings just, you know, slow down, a lot of times I'll see people try a whole new, they'll, they'll rip the whole thing apart and try something brand new. But really, I think you make a good point. Sometimes it's just taking one variable at a time and looking, okay, let's just try a different image, leave everything the same and start there or a different video and start there. And then you know, the next thing, okay, now we have an image that we think is working well. Let's try two different pieces of written creative and see how that, how that works. And it's just one small variable at a time. Cause if you change the whole thing, it's hard to know what was the, the X factor. For sure. For sure. And I think like, like I mentioned before, how there's those people that it takes like five to 10 times to see the ad. You want to keep something semi-consistent so they know that this is the same place in the same six-week challenge. That's a great point. Do you do anything to re-engage people who opt in? Uh, I imagine you're, you're, since you've been running ads for a year, can you tell us a little bit about that, that growing list of people who inquire, maybe they opt in, but don't book an intro, maybe don't buy. Do you guys do anything with that list of of people who have inquired and are still kind of lurking? Yeah. So recently, um, probably not that recent anymore. Like a few months ago, we implemented a launch into our no sweated Joe process. So it's been like a huge lifesaver because I was like manually texting these, all these leads we are getting through click funnels and it was just taking up so much time. But what their phone number and or email will be go from ClickFunnels to our uplaunch campaign and they will we have like a whole 6 week campaign and they'll receive emails and texts and then also we have all of their contact information stored so every time we have like a special event like a wine and wad or a community workout we can like reach out to those people from a year ago and be like hey we noticed you were interested come try a free workout rare opportunity like this is your chance so those are the couple of ways we are reconnecting with older leads. And have you found like you've been able to even, I mean, I have found even selling one is worth it. Like oh, sending yeah. out an email blast. For sure. To get one sale is definitely worth it. Yep. And sometimes that will, like an email blast takes what, like honestly 20 to 30 minutes and then getting that one client out of it is definitely worth it. Amazing. So, you know, it sounds like you said you went to you you moved to a new space. Yeah, so we were um, kind of on the outskirts of Oshkosh, you know, in like an industrial building, and we bought our own 
freestanding building and we're downtown Oshkosh, which is really awesome because a lot more foot traffic. We're like a block away from the farmer's market, which is going to be super awesome during summer. So we're hoping that will help boost some interest. Amazing. It sounds like you guys have been doing really great. You're growing like crazy. You've moved to an upgrade to a new space and, uh, you know, you've, you've been able to essentially double your money using paid advertising. What do you think has been the key to your success so far and Austin's success and the gym success and the business success? What do you think has been the key? Yeah. So I really think it's just been like staying consistent. Like you could easily start these ads and if you're not keeping up with leads, like you're just going to in the long run kind of be wasting your money. Um, so it's not just the Facebook advertising, it's the click funnel and the up launch. It's kind of whole the whole process of how you're getting these leads and how you're staying connected with them and treating them when they show interest in your business. So I think it's just been staying consistent with the whole process and finding ways to continue to improve it as well. And just really staying in touch with those leads and showing interest in them. So hopefully they'll show more interest in us someday. Well, and probably the service too, right? Nothing works unless your service is good. So how do you keep the quality of your, you have a front end offer, right? Your front end offer is a six week introductory program how do you monitor quality control and make sure people are loving the service They're They're seeing results. Sure. How do you guys do that? We, as coaches, we really try and stay connected to the people going through their six week challenge. You know, they have their five intro personal training sessions. So that right there is a really good jump start into one-on-one time with the coach where the coach can start really pounding them with accountability, um, both coming to the gym and nutrition. From there, they go into group classes and it's just kind of keeping an eye on them and you know, just creating that conversation. Like, how are you feeling? What are you eating? How are you sleeping? And just showing them like, wow, this is not like a normal global gym. Like someone is here like actually caring about my lifestyle and that's awesome. And then again, we have campaigns through Uplaunch for every person going through our six-week challenge. So not only in the gym are they seeing coaches, but we're, they're getting emails asking them how they're feeling, if they have any questions, you know, anything along those lines. When you ask those questions, uh, checking in with them, is there a formal setting? Do you guys have s- formal goal-setting sessions during that process or after? We do not have goal-setting sessions implemented into the six weeks right now. Um, we do offer goal-setting sessions for any of our members to schedule, but we actually don't have anything implemented right now. I mean, we do have, like, they schedule a time to come in and take their last in-body scan. And I feel like that always just kind of naturally turns into, like, a what is something yeah, you're proud of a Yeah, that sounds like. That sounds yeah. like what? Yeah. So that, that happens. And, you know, that's always good, too, because we can kind of tell them, like, well, here's why you saw awesome results. Here's maybe why you didn't see the results you were looking for. Usually, you know, because of nutrition or outside stress. But, yeah, so that just having awesome coaches who can keep up with the six yeah, people. And that's fair. And like, of course I have to say our community is so great too. And always welcoming to newer people and helping them. So that, that helps us a lot. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for hopping on and walking us through your, your system, how you check up on your ads and how you follow up with your leads and how you sell. If people yeah. want to talk with you more, or just hang out or drop in when they're going to the games, yeah. how do they find you? Um, I am on Instagram. I think my handle is just Mary Weeder, M-A-R-Y-W-E-I-D-E-R. Otherwise, you can check out CrossFit Oshkosh on Instagram or Facebook. Our Instagram is 
CrossFit underscore Oshkosh. So you can find us there. Awesome. Thanks, Mary. Thank you. Hey, everyone. Chris Cooper here. I'm really thrilled to see you this year in June in Chicago at the 2019 Two Brain Summit. Every year, we have two separate speaking tracks. There's one for you, the business owner, and there's one for coaches that will help them make better, longer, more meaningful careers under the umbrella of your business. This year, we've got some pretty amazing topics like the client success manager, how to change your life, organizational culture, the business owner's life cycle, how to have breaks, how to have vacations, how to help your marriage survive owning a business, motivation and leadership, how to convert more clients, how to create a GM position that runs your gym for you and leaves you free to grow your business, uh, how to start a business owner's group in your community and more. Point here is to do the right thing that will help gym owners create better businesses that will last them for the long term, get them to tinker phase, help them be more successful, create meaningful careers with their coaches, and give their clients a meaningful path to long-term health. We only do one big seminar every year, and that's the Two Brain Summit. And the reason that we do that is because a big part of the benefit is getting the Two Brain community together and, and welcoming strangers into our midst and showing them how amazing gym ownership really can be. We'll have a link to the Two Brain Summit, including a full list of all speakers and topics on both the owners and the coaches side in the show notes. I really hope to see you there. As always, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. We greatly appreciate you and everyone that has subscribed to us. If you haven't done that, please make sure you do. Drop a like to the episode, share with a friend, and if you haven't already, please write us a review and rate us on how what you think. If you hated it, let us know. If you loved it, even better. See you guys later.